When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, and thank you for joining us today for Live Dharma Sunday. Please note that if you have called in to listen to today's broadcast, that all lines have been placed on mute to avoid background interference. If you're listening from any of our Bright Dawn sites, note that it is not necessary to call in. You may have to wait a second or two for the loading and buffering process to complete, but if there is still no audio, please refresh your page. For more information about Bright Dawn and its activities and links to our social media sites, please visit brightdawn.org. Once again, thank you for listening to Live Dharma Sunday, and enjoy the talk. Welcome, everyone, to Live Dharma Sunday for September 9th, 2018. Koyo Kubose here. So very, very glad you joined us. Yes, we're going into the autumn season. And doesn't the se- each season has sort of a, a feeling attached to it? Like spring might be like, you know, vigor and new growth and <clears throat> autumn time is like uh, leaves are turning red, falling down, fruit is ripe and it's harvest time and Thanksgiving is coming and Halloween and pumpkins. But there is a <clears throat> certain kind of uh, quietness, I guess, maybe. That's starting in the fall. Um, and I was, uh, I had different, uh, uh, I don't know if you call them webs, not websites, but uh, email, uh, email features, I guess, that, and um, they have different topics or quotes or excerpts from people. But anyway, one of these, uh, uh, this morning was on solitude. Uh, it's keeping company with oneself. And I, and I really, uh, I think many of us can relate to the early morning stillness when it's just you and the whole world. Uh, it's a favorite time of the day, I think, for a lot of people, that early morning you by yourself, uh, you think things when you're by yourself that is not possible 
when you're in the company of others. There's something about that solitude where, uh, <clears throat> or as one writer put it, you're, I think, let me see, I'm looking at this article here, where Socrates celebrates the soundless dialogue in which the soul which the soul holds with its with herself. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? Um, yeah, here's the one. Oh, Emerson. Oh, I love Emerson. Uh, he celebrates, you know, solitude. He says, nature may speak to the imagination as she never does in company. Uh, and of course, uh, Philosophers have long distinguished between solitude and loneliness. Uh-huh. Um, you're not necessarily lonely in solitude. You find new depths in your life. Um, you know, when you're, whenever I, every morning, go out the front door and I walk down our well, maybe uh, 300 foot driveway, grab what driveway to where uh, daily newspaper is delivered about five o'clock in the morning and uh, they drive by and they throw it onto the apron of our, of our driveway. And uh, so it's about a 300 feet walk, maybe a little more down the gravel driveway from our house. And I go with the dogs and sometimes it's, you know, still dark, okay, especially in the wintertime. And uh, <clears throat> they run. And it's part of our morning routine. And I walk. Time is the first time when I step out the door and look at the trees. And I, I just never take for granted this property. <laughs> this wooded paradise. You know, we're living in a park. Adrian says that all the time. Uh, uh, we don't have to go to a park. <laughs> we live in a park. <laughs> and uh, but that early morning is a special time. I'm sure other times of day and so forth has their own kind of specialness, but early morning stillness. And uh, I think it's common for many people. They really like that, their early morning rituals, whether it's that, you know, you got to have that cup of coffee. Ooh, that tastes so good. You look forward to the morning starting. It gets a jump start because, says, oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to daily, you know, morning coffee or something or whatever the favorite routine might be, that familiarity with that routine and, All's right with the world, you know. You and uh, the beginning is always the joy in life. The beginning of a new project. The beginning of a new day. Oh boy! Well, today we have a special guest to give us a Dharma glimpse. Uh, he, uh, he he could do it live, but he said, "I, I don't think I could do it live." Because it's, uh, well, you'll see, but he taped it anyway. Um, Sayo Sensei, who uh, is from the LM3 group, 
and uh, he's been very active in uh, the Lynn Minister Trailblazer Resource Group and helping Bright Dawn in many ways, and uh, showing leadership and so forth. And so he's going to give us a Dharma glimpse today. Good morning. Uh, before we begin, I just wanted to uh, dedicate this Dharma glimpse to the memory of Potter Onyo, uh, my buddy, uh, my dog, and uh, really the inspiration for this morning's Dharma glimpse, which I guess I would title uh, Nature of Buddha, or better yet, uh, Buddha Nature. See, the last few days, the word nature, uh, nature of life, has been mentioned over and over, and I've been really thinking about this word nature. Uh, what is nature? You know, we sometimes think of nature as just the trees, the sun, the wind. But I feel nature is, is far more than just that. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that because nature to me is life, and life is nature. Um, nature nourishes us. It shelters us. It provides life. Uh, nature is free of elaboration. You know, um, there's no sort of thought process of you know should I do this, should I not do that. Nature just is. It happens through various causes and conditions. Uh, nature just knows. Um, when it rains, it rains. When it snows, it snows. When it's hot, it's hot. When it's cool, it's cool. When there's a breeze, there's a breeze. And there's a very simple nature to nature, uh, no pun intended. Um, so I was thinking about this word a lot, especially within Buddhism, you hear the word Buddha nature a lot. So I started thinking about that. What is this Buddha nature? And I thought that to me, uh, a Buddha is one who understands the reality of life or is awakened to uh, nature, you know, the uh, nature of life, how everything happens, the causes and effects. And uh, the past Friday, I um, lost my my dog. He passed uh, passed away, and um, which is the reason why I'm dedicating this this glimpse in his memory. Uh, but uh, we were very grateful that. Um, there was a, a brief ceremony in his honor uh, when he was laid to rest. And my uh, very uh, dear friend and close uh, spiritual mentor did a reading which really um, brought a lot of these ideas about nature and how nature takes care of everything. And I was very uh, moved by that comment that nature takes care of everything. And that's what had me start, you know, really started thinking about nature. And when you really think about it, nature does take care of everything. It takes care of itself without any predispositions or thoughts or dualism or this or that or me or you. No matter who you are, what you are, nature is taking care of you at this very moment. So when we laid my, uh, my dog to rest, he was returned to nature and there was a comfort in that, and it just sort of all came home, I guess, for me when I thought about that. And I thought about, again, the words Buddha nature, 
and realizing that Buddha is nature. You know, a Buddha is one that is one with nature. Uh, when you think about the Buddha and his enlightenment, he sat under the Bodhi tree. You know, uh, you, you, you know, he really did get uh, into nature. He became a part of nature. He sat under that tree. And uh, I remember a story in which he saw a leaf, which he had seen earlier was green. But by the end of the day, it had turned brown and had fallen on the ground in front of him. And he saw there was a cycle, and it was a natural cycle. Um, you know, there was no magic behind it or anything really mystical, but he saw there was a process. And we're all a part of this process. And I uh, I really got all this uh, from uh, laying uh, my dog to rest and seeing how nature ultimately really just takes care of everything. Uh, there's no need to worry about things or be concerned about things. Because nature's got your back, you know. Uh, I also thought about the idea of nature is nirvana. Uh, when I when I visit Bright Dawn Center in Coors Gold, I've always said, you know, to me, Bright Dawn is my nirvana, my pure land. And now so much more because, again, it's nature. It's a part of nature. It's a part of my nature. So, to me, nature is Nirvana, which makes me think about a a quote from Reverend Gil Mikobosi's book, uh, Everyday Suchness. Uh, and then he talks about the Nembutsu and how in the Nembutsu we see and feel Buddha everywhere and in everything. And life itself becomes the unfolding of Buddha. And so, again, if, if I look at nature as Buddha, you know, the Tagata as it is, everything really does arise from nature. You know, it unfolds through the nature of life. You know, obviously we still have choices and we move on, but nature is always there to guide us, to heal us, to feed us, to nourish us. So I feel that awakening is really an awakening to nature, the nature of life, things as they are. And that is my, my glimpse for today. And again, I dedicate this in the memory and in honor of Potter Onyo. Onyo is his Dharma name. It was a name that I gave him um, as, as he was passing. I realized that he hadn't received a, a Dharma name, and I was just very inspired as I uh, took care of him uh, towards the last few days. I chanted for him. I kept him comfortable. And uh, before his passing, I said to him, You are now uh, Onyo. On uh, is really means calm peaceful, yo is son, uh, wisdom, so, you know, he was a, a, a dog that never uh, really barked, he never um, was loud or anything, he was very zen, you know, he's, uh, uh, mm -hmm. to me, uh, I call him my bodhisattva, or bodhisattva, uh, because he taught me how to just, you know, keep quiet, you don't always have to bark at everything, so I'm I'm very honored that he had the opportunity to have a very long, fruitful life of 17 years. So I thought the uh, best way to honor him was to give him a Dharma name, which would uh, live on in, in my heart and in the heart of all those who knew him. So thank you for him very much for this opportunity to offer this Dharma glimpse. And remember, be one with nature, enjoy nature, and celebrate nature. Thank you.
Yeah, you know, pets, the bond that we have with our pets is uh, something very special. It's not on the same continuum that we might say, oh, you know, this is a loved loved one, or is there any kind of dimension here of, of uh, you know, I think it's qualitatively different. And we, you know, when the, when a pet, and usually we live longer than our pets. So if you have a pet, you're going to experience the loss of that pet. And uh, it's really a special feeling that we have with, you know, Sometimes you might say, oh, even more than with <laughs> human friends or something, but you know, we, we, we don't have to compare like that, okay? Um, and I remember uh, years ago when, at the, in Chicago when we first started our pet memorials annual service, the first time I had uh, the idea for this and we had a pet memorial service and we kind of, you know, announced it. And on that Sunday, so many people came and they brought their pictures of their pets. We posted them up. Okay. And, and, uh, it was really something. Uh, pet memorial touched the need, <laughs> something that, you know, whoa, this, everybody could relate to that. You know, with deep feelings, okay? we said, "Yeah, bring pictures of your, you know," and uh, it really was a moving, touching experience when you see that. And I'm sure many people they had to uh, <clears throat> experience these kinds of things if you're animal lover or you know dog person, cat person, or okay, or any kind of pet. Okay, and but I think particularly dogs, you know, uh, well, uh, Potter, <laughs> and he was named, it was around time that, I guess Harry Potter was uh, uh, popular at the time, and that was the basis of his name, Potter, and uh, he would always come to Brighton on when, Sio visited and and uh, he's buried at Bright Dawn. Uh, and when you share that last moments of life with a pet, you know, because it, it it took him well maybe as a week or maybe more. He said, "Oh, he he's pretty close," but life is fierce. And they don't pass away. You know, he's close. Okay. Not, you know, not eating, lying there, and sometimes periodically wheezing with the with the loud breathing. And uh, he did not, <laughs> death doesn't go by anybody's schedule or expectations or, hey, how come he's still hanging on? You know, life is fierce. And doesn't go by nature, doesn't go by somebody else's expectations, huh? you know. And uh, I talked to him and I said, you know, just like I would tell people, terminal people, hey, go, you 
you go the way of nature, following the nature, nature's way. You know, just, yep, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, that's what we all are going to have to do. <laughs> so, it's we should do it, not have to do it. Huh? That's all for today's broadcast. Till next time, hey, keep going, and you have a beautiful day. Thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.